Life and Spirituality Living our lives in the here and now is truly important. We have received our life to prepare for inner breakthroughs, so that the spiritual light may penetrate more and more deeply into us. This light will make us aware that we are an essential part of a powerful divine plan that stretches from eternity to eternity, make us aware that our deepest being is part of a heavenly symphony, a cosmic dance and a radiant joy. Humanity has been broken to pieces, and we can all see the fragments of that in today's extreme individualism. All these individualities move in space and are moved by a force. But the space and force are also individualized. If you are also like this, you too stand in the midst of all those countless others as an I, as a rock-hard, unapproachable, individualized being, separated from all others. You may be lonely and in more than one respect imprisoned. All those who are lonely and imprisoned are moved about in their respective spaces by their respective forces. They are all in motion, it is true, but it is the motion of the counter-nature. You live side by side, but you do not understand each other at all. You do not tolerate one another. Indeed, you are unable to do so until the gnosis has been sought and found. The gnosis seeks you out in your isolation and captivity and acquaints you with the path. Anyone who wishes to follow this path must break away from the abyss of counter-movement and by self-surrendering to the Gnosis, cause the new soul state to awaken. Such a one 
will immediately enter the new mystery of the Holy Spirit, the mystery of the divine Genesis, the mystery by which the Son manifests himself. In the writings of the well-known Taoist sage Chang Tzu, we can find the following explanation. Everything in this nature has form, sound and color. It is the nature of forms in every shape and variety. It is the nature of space and time in which every manifested thing is separate even when it is the same. No two creatures of space and time can be exactly the same. Even if two creatures replicate each other exactly, they are nevertheless separated from each other. They remain isolated, autonomous and thus absolutely strange to one another. They are only objects of sense. They are phenomena, things. Whatever has form, sound and color is a thing. How else could one thing differ from another? But none of these things can equal that which was before any of them. They are merely objects of sense, but the perfection is beyond form. Perfection is beyond susceptibility to change. And when a human being reaches perfection, how could any other thing oppose or hinder him? By restoring his nature to unity, nourishing his vital energy and concentrating his essence, human being will penetrate to the origin of things. In that state in which his heavenly nature is contained completely within itself and his spirit is undivided, how could anything else penetrate his state of being? Take the example of a drunken man who falls off a wagon. Though he may be injured, his injuries will not be fatal. His bones and joints are the same as those of other men, but the injury he suffers is different because his mind is undivided. He has no memory of boarding the wagon nor falling off. Thoughts of death or life, of terror or fear, do not enter his mind. Hence, he faces danger without withdrawing from it. He is capable of being in this state because he is completely under the influence of alcohol. Now, Imagine how much more intense this state would be if he was under the influence of heavenly nature. The sage abides in the heavenly nature 
and that is why nothing can harm him. He is striving to rise above the barren regions of death and ascend into the new life, having sacrificed everything that belongs to the nature of death. Leave your dialectical difficulties for what they are. Do not try to disentangle them, because with every knot you disentangle, you perhaps fasten two other knots even more strongly. Nobody on the horizontal level has ever found a solution to the tangle, a way out of the labyrinth of ordinary nature. The deeper you enter the maze of life, more new passages will open, more new doors you will encounter, and behind each door another labyrinth will be found. There is no liberation from this. Leave your difficulties for what they are and lose yourself. Take leave of yourself and of your difficulties. You will get rid of all your difficulties and miseries if you only let go of yourself. A conscious neutralization is demanded and the ancient Gnostics called it the Endura. If you now choose the earthly life, you will be ruled by the forces of the dying heavenly body you can perceive with your eyes. If you instead choose the new way of life, you will be ruled by the forces of the Holy Spirit, and this is a perfect time to come to this realization and to enter a new mode of life. We are living in great times now, the age of Aquarius has begun its course, and the water-bearer is pouring his pitcher of living water out over humanity. Away with your fears. If you continue to cling to your reservations, it points to fear and to eye-centrality and also to love of all the old things. Those who walk the path of sanctification are freed from anxiety, worry and fear, and the nature eons lose their hold on them. They walk in the light as he is in the light, and rise above the nature of death. And this state is attained by keeping the perfect breath, the perfect breath of the Gnosis. Only by following the path of the rose, one can be linked with the breath of life, 
with the astral forces of the Gnosis. Via the rose of the heart, the sternum is made receptive to the new respiration, and in time, the brain's magnetic system will also begin to respire in the nature of eternal life. This process of change unfolds gradually, systematically and harmoniously. A person to whom it has been granted to live out of the divine breath knows that this is not achieved by the practice, exercises or techniques and neither it is the result of courage or endurance. People will often say, but I cannot go the way to life now. But why postpone? The times of the immense struggle have commenced, and we can tell that by the events and the degeneration in the world around us. So what are you going to do now? Are you going to allow yourself to be dragged along by the flood soon to come and continue to be imprisoned for a few more millions of years in this nadir of matter? Or will you rise above the flood with the celestial ship, the ark, the living body of the spiritual school by finally turning the teachings given to you into practice of life? and by fulfilling them at last. The myth of Noah's Ark, too, draws attention to this. Moreover, it stresses the fact that of all the wild animals, one pair was taken into the Ark. This is often laughed at, but we should understand the intention of all of this. Such stories and customs symbolize the knowledge and experience of the initiates of all times. In the new field of life, where the sevenfold spirit reveals itself, all provisions for the new race are present in the magnetic body for practical application. Everything you need Everything you might possibly desire is present in the sevenfold spirit. All of this means that you must put aside your psychological buts and be filled with inner joy which rises out of a growing insight and a changed life. If you do that, then you are a master builder 
and you are achieving a union between fire and water. You could compare the teachings with the element water and the fulfillment with the element fire. Only then you are really going the path to life. Only then you are making straight the paths for the God in you. Only then you are stimulating the rose, the Christ in you, to life and you continue your path. You go the way of the cross, the way of the rosy cross. You go through your crucifixion, but you go on and celebrate your resurrection. The spirit soul is born, and then finally there is the descent of the Holy Spirit where the union of soul and spirit takes place. Then the human being who has been wandering on earth for so long, who has been imprisoned on earth for so long, will be liberated. And as a true soul man, a manas, a thinker, a thinking being in the absolute highest meaning of the word, he will continue his journey to eternity. Then, transfiguration is no longer just a possibility for you, but it is a reality. And then, you will live in all eternity. <laughs>